Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Press the button, my friend. Local and national outdoor news, up-to-date seasons, gear reviews, and tips that you can actually use. There's a little something for everyone. Yeah! It's all at your fingertips right here, right now, on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. And it's brought to you in part by Zeiss. We make it visible. And to learn more about Zeiss Sport Optics, head for Zeiss.com forward slash sports. And now... Jim and Trav. There are many who won't agree with every decision or policy I make as president. You're kidding me. And we know the government can't solve every problem. Nah. But I will always be honest with you about the challenges we face. Really? I will listen to you, <laughs> especially when we disagree. And now, in the first corner is the Farm Bell. Oh, and the Super Committee knocked it clean out. See you, Farm Bill. All right, Trev. So what are we disagreeing on? Oh, I know. The Farm Bill. All right, so the Federal Farm Bill is a massive piece of legislation debated by the U.S. House of Representatives and the Senate every five years. Guess what? Oh, ding, ding, ding. Five years is up. Five years is up, just like the bell just said. Okay, but anyways, uh, there are more than 15 different titles making up the Farm Bill, but the main focus is the conservation title, which addresses land management on over 50 million, 50 million, Jim, acres, and this is to benefit soil, water, and wildlife resources. Very important stuff. And so, in this week's Ram Power Block, where the 1500 is so loaded with performance and personality that any attempt to describe it falls short. Oh, Jimbo, I'm short. I want a Ram. <laughs> Anyways, the Ram Power Block will feature TRCP's Steve Klein yeah. and John Debney from Delta Waterfall. And then we'll be taking calls from Nick Rose of Wildlife Properties, Hollywood actor, writer, and comedian Jay Leggett, Unpro's Chance Orth, and Julie Sibbing with the National Wildlife Federation. Yeah, now just phoning us at 75A46-7647 is Steve Klein. And once again, as Jim said, he is with the Theodore Roosevelt Conservation Partnership. And um, Steve, you know, I would ask you what these guys are thinking, but obviously they're not thinking at all, are they, Jim? No. Thanks for chiming in, big guy. <laughs> um, no, they're not thinking. They and have no thoughts. They have no thoughts. They have no morals, no conscience. Um, they have a paper butt. They, they do. Have. I still, to this day, don't know exactly what you mean by that. But um, no. Want me to point um, out a few? No. From what Jim and I gather is that they're going to cut in this first year more than a billion, a billion dollars from the farm bill. And now every single year that affects a lot of ducks. Um, this has a trickle down effect and it's just going to keep gaining momentum and they're going to cut more and more it's gonna money. It's going to escalate. Um yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> hey, now he's chiming in. Uh this is just a really bad deal. And so Steve, what is going on here? That's right. Uh, the the house is in their bill cut about a billion dollars from the conservation title. The Senate cut about 730 million. You know, I think it's just we're getting wrapped up in a uh, 
the budget cuts that are necessary to face the deficit down, and, and it's certainly important. But a lot of these programs give back as much as they spend, and, and they're certainly matched by private dollars, sometimes three or four to one. So uh, you know, when the federal government cuts a dollar, they're really cutting four or five dollars. It's uh, certainly problematic out in the rural parts of the country. Yeah. Now, what what things that they're, they're thinking about cutting is going to most affect, I know all of it will at some point in time, but what are the ones that we really have to to really uh, get on the bandwagon and do something about? I think the, the one that comes to mind most prominently is the Wetlands Reserve Program, or yeah. WRP. The problem, and I don't want to get too wonky here, but the problem with WRP is it has no baseline funding moving forward the next farm bill. As you guys were talking about, there's a, there's a farm bill being debated in Congress right now. And WRP, unless it's reauthorized explicitly with more money, will go away. And that will be a real problem, obviously, as we start to talk about how we protect wetlands if we don't have a robust Clean Water Act and if we don't have uh, some of these provisions in the Farm Bill that protect wetlands, we need to have a strong WRP or Wetlands Reserve Program. So uh, I think that's uh, TRCP's number one priority. Number two priority is for your hunters and anglers out there, uh, as you all know, I know from where I hunt back in the Chesapeake Bay region, you got to have deep pockets or really close landowner relationships to get out and hunt some of this private ground. There's a program in the Farm Bill, the Voluntary Public Access Program, or VPA, that has actually been eliminated in this appropriations bill. It's gotten zero dollars for 2012. That program has put millions of acres open to public access in 25 states across the country. It's going to go away. No, no. You let me ask you this: Is that like it, Weehaw? Weehaw, the walk-in hunting area. That's right. A lot of states. We just we just worked hard we, to we get a million point two acres. Busted our butt the past six years to get more acres in, enrolled in this, and now these idiots are cutting this. Yeah, they're not just cutting it. They're they're zeroing it out. It's really, it was authorized for $50 million over five years in the last Farm Bill. Jeez, oh it's only Pete. ever gotten 29. Uh, now it's going to go away, and, and it may freeze USDA from working on this at all. So what happens is when you have these state-based programs, I know there's a lot of very robust programs across the country, uh, essentially the federal government is not going to be a partner in that anymore. It's the only program in the in the federal government designed to help sportsmen have access to public to private land, excuse me, and it, it could go away. You yeah, know, can we can we uh, start an occupy walk in hunting? Acres? Well, you know, here I'm glad Jim brought that up is because we should take a page like Jim said out of these idiots' book up in New York, and we need to start standing up and saying, "Hey, you guys, knock this crap off. This is important. This is a vital piece to our economy, and you idiots are going to screw this up." Yeah, I think that's exactly right. It's a good idea. You know, we. We, we do have a lot of groups here in town and, and some that, that are you know in various parts of the country that are working on these issues. But these staff members up on the Hill and members of Congress, they see the same four or five people. Exactly. The the day, they want to know, what are the folks in my, in my district or my state thinking about these issues? Yep. And frankly, to be, to be as blunt as possible, they're not hearing enough about this stuff. Yep. And there's a reason why uh, when they come back to Washington, D.C., it's hands-off of Medicare and hands-off of Social Security. Those are good programs, but it's because they hear about them back at home. They hear about them in town hall meetings. Yep. And if a farmer in the back says, you know what, you've hammered this voluntary public access program or you've hammered the Wetlands Reserve program, and that's unacceptable, that, that, that senator is going to remember that and bring it back to Washington with them. So uh, you know, we, we have no one to blame but ourselves to some extent. We haven't done a good enough job 
uh, out in the hinterlands, as I like to say, of building support for these programs. And they do great things. All right, well, hey, Steve, uh, we got we got to stop right there. We ran a little longer than we're supposed to. But if we want to find out more about the TRCP and the work uh, you guys are doing, Steve, where do we have to head to online to do that, brother? trcp.org. Okay, hey, thanks a lot, Steve. Hey, this segment's been brought to you by Ram Trucks at ramtrucks.com. <laughs> Mo! And Ruger at Ruger.com. That's right. Hey, Steve, man, thank you so much for a fun in the revolution day, buddy. Thank you, guys. The Empire is in peril. You're probably too young to know, but the Empire is always in some kind of peril. I don't think peril is a strong enough term. No, to describe what this country is going through right now. But, uh, Jim, who's our next caller? Well, besides going to hell in a handbasket, yes. our next caller, and he'll tell you this, is John Debney with Delta Waterfall, and he called us at 785-846-7647. He doesn't need a name tag because he already knows his own name. That's right. Um, you know, John, uh, many of the wetlands that are uh, most important or crucial to waterfowl exist upon or adjacent to agricultural landscapes. Hey, I mean, so obviously, um, this is one of the reasons as to why this farm bill is so important. Now, I don't expect those um, DAs in Washington... The first word is dumb. <laughs> in Washington... It's not a hairstyle. <laughs> ...to understand this, but um, this is just foolish, man. Yeah, and I mean, if, you know, and, and this probably flies in the face of what a lot of people think, guys, but, you know, over 90% of the ducks that we raise in the prairie pothole region, probably maybe as high as 98%, are raised on private lands. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so the only means to affect, you know, the broad landscape uh, the ducks depend on in the spring during the breeding season is through programs like the Conservation Reserve Program. And, and ducks are going to eat... What we see in terms of the fall flight is is going to be very tightly related to the conditions on the breeding grounds and yes. uh, the landscape upon which those ducks depend. All right. Now, this wetlands program uh, that, that uh, they're looking at cutting out. Now, the wetlands are there. I mean, the, the farmers and ranchers are not going to go out there and fill in the holes, are they? Oh, I think they will. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's the challenge, guys, is if you look at the stuff that we're going to be faced with in this next farm bill debate or... Or the super committee is going to decide to do on their own, which is, a, I think, a horrible example of how democracy is not supposed to work. <laughs> yeah. um, the, you know, there's all sorts of issues. CRP is obviously the big one that's garnered lots of attention. Yeah. But what happens, you know, there's a big move afoot to move more of the production agriculture subsidies into what's referred as the risk management or crop insurance title. Yeah. And currently, the most effective means of conserving wetlands on the, on an agricultural landscape is a program called Swamp Buster. Mm. And right now, Swamp Buster is not tied to crop insurance. It's tied to other sort of commodity support programs. So if we don't get that fixed, producers will be able to enroll in, in crop insurance programs and can go out and drain wetlands. So we could lose the wetlands. We could lose the upland nesting cover. And, guys, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to see what the consequences of that will be. John, Jim and I, we must be really stupid because— At least one of us is. (laughs) (laughs) They're putting so much emphasis on uh, bailing everyone out and global warming and blah, blah, blah. They are not um, big proponents of really um, restoring our outdoor heritage, you know? I mean, they're just throwing this away. They say they're big proponents of the outdoors and wildlife. They are not whatsoever. At least that's how it appears. Well, I mean, if you want to get me riled up. (laughs) I do. Go for it, John. 
talk to me about cap and trade at the same time <laughs> you're talking about cutting CRP. Yeah. If there is one very cost-effective means for the U.S. public to sequester greenhouse gases yeah. and to provide a benefit to private landowners and to provide a benefit to wildlife species, duck populations, uh, clean air, clean water, it's CRP. Mm-hmm. It's yep. so much more cost-effective than you know forcing factories to sink carbon miles under the ground and all the rest of this stuff that's been proposed. Yes. So, I mean, if you're going to talk, if you have a concern about climate change, the most cost-effective means of dealing with it is by planning perennial cover and doing that in a voluntary incentive-based way with the country's farmers and ranchers. I just think that this is just another form, get this, of gun control. If we don't have any place to hunt, no place to go to, we're not going to buy as many guns, and therefore we're just going to put them in the closet. Yeah, um, I, we should have called the show Conspiracy Theories there, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, John, we, we, we still we talked a little longer than we thought we would on this. But anyways, if we want to find out more about Delta Waterfowl, the tremendous work you guys are doing. And continue to do. And continue to do and will so for many, many, many years. Where can we find you guys online? www.deltawaterfowl.org. It's a great source of information on these kinds of issues and all sorts of other heady stuff that's going on with ducks and duck hunting around the continent. Okay, we've been talking with John Devney with Delta Waterfowl, and now's the time to take action. That's right. Hey, we're the revolution. We're brought to you by Ram Trucks. You can find them at ramtrucks.com. Also, versus at versus.com. And you can't forget Steiner at steiner-binoculars.com. That's right. And stick around because coming up next, we got Nick Rose with Wildlife Properties right here on the revolution. Going to be great. Talking about the 2012 Farm Bill. Stick around. It's all covered up next. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. There are some things in life that defy explanation. Sleeping out under a few billion stars on a clear western night, for example. Or the thrill of being in the saddle and running with the herd. Words can't do justice to the scope of those experiences, such as the case at Ram, where the 1500 is so loaded with performance and personality that any attempt to describe it falls short. You simply have to climb aboard and take it for a run to fully appreciate what it means to ride on top. Guts, glory, Ram. The 390-horsepower Ram 1500 with an available 5.7-liter Hemi V8 that gets up to 20 MPG, plus a 5-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. MPG based on highway EPA estimates. See a dealer for a copy of the powertrain limited warranty. Ram and Hemi are registered trademarks of Chrysler Group, LLC. Every Friday, Versus Country is your home to the most respected hunters around. Starting at 8, it's Elk Fever. At 8.30, it's the buck stops here with Mike Hanback. Then at 9... Let's go Gun it with Benny Spies, only on Versus. The new Ruger LC9 Centerfire Pistol, a compact, powerful 9mm pistol designed for discreet carry, is also a full-power, no-compromise backup pistol, incorporating the rugged reliability Ruger is known for. Visit Ruger.com slash LC9 to learn more. Do you have a wildlife management question? Then hit up the boys, Jim, Trav, and Nick at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com, and they'll answer it live. If there is anyone out there, who still doubts that America is a place where all things are possible. Who still wonders if the dream of our founders is alive in our time. 
who still questions the power of our democracy. All right, we got to stop that clip right there. Um, because if it was our founding father's dream to uh, pillage, rape, and destroy conservation, I wetlands, mean, kill it dead, farm bill, we are right on track. We couldn't do any better. We are following being worse perfectly in their footsteps. Now, anyways, now, right now we're being joined by uh, Nick Rose with Wildlife Properties. Uh, Jim, what do you phone us at? He called us at 785-846-7647. Yeah, now this is how good of people we are. We're actually going to be putting out a few discrepancies of our own that um, our producer and actually Nick pointed out during this last yeah, actually our, our um, research actually slapped you. Yeah, um, no, uh, it's about Steve Klein. Steve's a great guy, but we actually got a few things mixed up. We, we confused Weehaw, that's walking hunting with the Voluntary Public Access and Habitat Incentive Program, um, and they're not the same, are they? That's right. You know what? They're kind of the same in the stance that the VPA HIP program is, you know, was recently started as an incentive program to get uh, landowners who are enrolling their, their lands into continuous uh, CRP programs, what the, what the program was about is saying, okay, if you're enrolling your, uh, your ground into these continuous CRP programs, we, the state and the federal government, are going to give you additional funds oh, really? to what the normal pay rate is if at the same time you do those conservation practices, you put that land into uh, walk-in hunting or, or a private land public access program. And so I think that's where a lot of the confusion has stemmed from. The walk-in hunting program, and, and certainly as the state of Kansas knows it, and, and many other states that have similar programs, is not going away. You know, okay. and I don't think it will ever go away. It's just there's too much that it does for cultural heritage and economical uh, yes. impacts that I don't think it'll go away. But there are programs that through the Farm Bill are being nixed and are being decimated to to some extent. You know, you see uh, lots of programs like the the Wetland Reserve Program, the Grassland yeah. Reserve Program, you know, that are being cut by 10, 15, 20% of their total budgets. And so that's a significant impact to the, you know, to the overall conservation game. Yeah. Well, you know, when, when we were talking about it earlier, you know, you hit us with that CRP and the VPA and, and uh, IRS and Lord knows what, it's hard to keep up with unless you get a score you know, sheet. Especially, you know, we, we just want to clarify that, you know, once again, it is not going away. Um, that was, the walk-in hunting. That was Steve's fault. But, you know, it's easy to confuse walk-in hunting with voluntary public access. Don't they mean the same, the same thing? But um, anyways, no, you had a couple other things that you wanted to touch on real quick, Nick. Um, there are, you know, the farm bill as a whole, you know, there's some things I like about the new farm bill and there's some things I dislike about the farm bill. Which yeah. I, guess I, mean, I guess that means there's compromise, you know, and, and so from that standpoint, I think there's good progress. Some of the things I like about the new farm bill is that they're trying to reduce and eliminate redundancy, which if anybody has ever dealt with, uh, you know, any kind of government bureaucracy program in general, let alone a conservation or land management program, yeah. there are so many redundant programs out there. That, you know, one, if you start talking about CRP, CRP is a very general term, but you start looking at the programs within CRP, yeah. there are literally hundreds of different programs that all fall under that CRP blanket. And then you add on top of that the other uh, crop and subsidity uh, subsistence programs that are out there that it just makes it, you know, if you're not an expert, uh, it is super confusing. And, and I even know folks that work at high-level positions in the, in the government and the Farm Services Agency that don't know what these programs are. So, you know, you, if you've got people that are in your own, uh, your own business that don't know what that business is, you've got problems. So those things I like to see. I like to see that they're eliminating some redundancies and they're trying to make things a little bit simpler. Yeah. There are some things, that being said, though, that I don't like with the Farm Bill program, and I think people really need to stand up and think about it, 
And that's some of the things that they're nixing with respect to like rural development and farm loans. Yeah. You know, they're not eliminating these programs altogether, but they're reducing these programs, you know, just like any other small business startup in America, uh, you know, farming is a business. And there are yeah, a lot is. of young farmers that want to get into this business, but it, it's extremely difficult because it requires a lot of upfront startup capital. Uh, and then, you know, you need, because of the nature of raising crops, you need to have some, you know, uh, some, some emergency loan programs and some back-end support in there that helps these people as they make it through and become, you know, old farmers. Well, it sounds like they just hate old farmers. Yeah, they do. They don't want anyone to be an old farmer. <laughs> anyway, no, but, you know, as a whole, Nick, okay, I think everyone in this country agrees that things need to be cut. We need to quit spending so much money, and we got to start paying some crap back. But um, they're cutting a billion dollars from this farm bill. A yeah. billion dollars to how many trillion we owe isn't going to do squat. You know, yeah. I, I mean, we really need to start cutting some major programs here. And, I, and like you said, I'm so glad that they're kind of cleaning this up and dusting it off. But there are some very important programs that you've mentioned that they are cutting that is going to negatively affect the wildlife. And it's not, and not today. today or tomorrow. But no, five, five years, years down the road, 10 years down the you road. Know, we're going to feel these effects. You said, you know, you talk about a billion they're cutting. If you look at this program and the cuts that they're implementing today with this version of the Farm Bill, over the next 10 years, you're looking at a little over $9 billion. Oh, so geez. it's not just the short-term impact like you're talking about. Right now, it's I, I think to me, it's more important than ever to have programs and things going on like what you guys do, Jim and Travis and the Revolution do, because you guys are out there every day educating all your listeners on these issues, one, but also on conservation matters and, and things that people can actually do. And so I think what you guys are doing with the radio show is a very positive counter uh, complaint or whatever you want to call it to the, the negative things that are going on in legislation. Like I said, it's just up to us as, as outdoor folks to step up, take the ball, and run with it. Yeah, that's why we're called you know, the revolution. I'm also glad that this is recorded, too, because <laughs> I'm going to play that back. That's yeah. the nicest thing anyone has yeah, ever yeah. said. Yeah. Please. Every um, night before you go to bed, you can just play that, that yeah. sound clip back. Huh? Well, the only, the only other nice thing that's everyone said about us is we don't have boogers hanging out of our nose. No, most of the times we do. But now, Nick, if we want to find out more about you, and obviously you're you're a lot uh, more versed on this subject than Jimbo and I, if we want to kind of pick your brain and figure out what we need to do. To we could call him Slim Pickens. We call him slim pick actually it'd be large picking <laughs> yeah. he's got a lot of stuff going on in that head we're of not his. talking about nose miners um, here nick where can we find you online man yeah get on our website www.mywildlifeproperty.com that's mywildlifeproperty.com or you can get us on facebook forward slash my wildlife property uh you can get all kinds of information about properties we have for sale hot button topics like this We've also got a new magazine that we've got out there. Yeah. We've got a digital version online you can flip through, or you want a hard copy, you're old-fashioned like me, send me an email, I'll shoot you a copy. That's right. It's called My Wildlife Magazine. Great little uh, publication. Anyways, Nick, man, uh, thanks a bunch for being on The Revolution, buddy. Hey, thanks for giving me the opportunity to clarify those things. <laughs> no, I'll just point out we were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, see you, man. See yeah, on one hand, he says we're really great. On the other hand, yeah. we got to correct it's, you here. It's, it's part of a building process. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, anyways, uh, this has been brought to you by Ram Thanks, Trucks at ramtrucks.com. Hey, and also Zeiss at zeiss.com forward slash sports. And NRA Blog. Big howdy and thank you to them as well at nrablog.com. But uh, stick around because coming up after the break, we're going to have Hollywood actor and comedian, a writer, Jay Leggett, right here on The Revolution. He's a document- up next. documentarian. Yeah, he's going to be following us here in just a second. Stick around. Going to be great. Nick Mano, once again, buddy, uh, thank you so much. Bye, you guys. Bye, bye.
Jim and Trav will return right after this. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Otis Technology, the most advanced gun care system in the world. Visit otistech.com. That's O-T-I-S-T-E-C dot com today. For hunting, target, and long-range shooting, choose Zeiss Rapid C, the ultimate ballistic reticle. Now until December 31st, receive up to a $100 mail-in rebate when you purchase a qualifying rifle scope with Rapid C reticle. See your Zeiss dealer or visit Zeiss.com slash sports for details. Make your next meal in the outdoors your most memorable with Camp Chef at CampChef.com. It's the way to cook outdoors. Jim and Trav are real outdoorsmen. You know, not like some of those fake jumps that front on TV. You know you a joke. <laughs> and remember, they are the revolution. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. This is a tremendous song. The Christmas yes. song. Nat King Cole. Quintessential Christmas song. Hands down, you cannot beat it. No. I mean, I'm a big Johnny Mathis fan. Uh-huh. Dino, Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra. Um, Harry Connick Jr. Michael Blubley. He's a newer singer, however. Stay, still that Lady genre. Gaga. Shut up. Okay, do not say, do not ever Hey, the full lights lighten up. No, hold on a second. Don't ever compare Uh-oh. Lady Gaga to those outstanding men. I mean, that that was foolish and disrespectful. Anyways, who is calling us? That, that was I'm terrible, not, you doing that. I'm not telling you now. Anyways, who's calling us? <laughs> Hey, uh, Jay Leggett's calling us at 785-846-7647, and we're headed north. That's right, and people, once again, uh, thank you for all your comments and uh, suggestions on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Really appreciate it, but right now we got Jay Leggett online right now. Everybody he's a big knows guy. He's a Hollywood actor, writer, just all-around great guy. He's extraordinaire. He's also a big hunter. He is Anyways, a big hunter. Mr. Jay, man, welcome to the revolution, buddy. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, now, um, you know, you don't necessarily... Necessarily think Jay, big Hollywood actors like you guys, that you're really you're into the Hollywood the outdoors, hunter. You know, uh, it seems more of them are they they think um, outdoors ish is parking farther out in the Walmart parking lot. You know, um, not a lot of guys in your line of work are big in the outdoors. No, it's true. In Los Angeles, one of the reasons I made the film I made to the hunt, yeah, um, is uh, was because I've been in show business almost 20 years and I live in Los Angeles, but I have a cabin and a house in northern Wisconsin. I grew up as a hunter, and so. One of the reasons I thought about making a film, a documentary film about it, was because when I go back and tell people in Los Angeles about my adventures here, they look at me like I'm a Martian. Ah, <laughs> this I guy's a freak! Be, I, I thought it would be nice to go out and film it like it really happens and show yeah. the world what really goes on. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, when I was growing up, like you, I mean, the, what you did in November is you went to hunting camp. And, uh, right. you know, all the, the uncles and cousins and so forth, they all converged into one big old cabin, and uh, you just went out from there. And that's what To the Hunt's all about, isn't it? That's right. It's about, uh, uh, we've covered about uh, almost a dozen hunting camps uh, in northern Wisconsin, and uh, we documented what it's like to for these, these groups, that some of them go back three, four generations, and what it's like to go through a hunting camp. It's funny. Um, it's real. It's, the, it's in the hunter's own words. We, follow, we sort of follow the, the whole trajectory of, of the nine-day hunt 
and also the preparation of the shacks in the off season and what it means to these families and these guys and how important it is in their life. Yeah. yeah well, you know, when, when I first started going to hunting camp, so there was no such thing as rabbit ears. You didn't have television, you know, where we went. And so we played a lot of games where we were there. I mean, Pinochle, uh, Cribbage were two yeah. big games that was played, especially in the northern climes. I was born and raised in Michigan. That's exactly with some of the stuff that you see in the movie. In fact, one of the uh, most amazing shacks we went to, the uh, multi-generational camp, uh, World War II veterans on, and the older guys and Vietnam veterans in the other camp, and uh, wow. they get together at the end of this card tournament that they play every single year. It's very, they take it very seriously. They have a traveling <laughs> trophy. When they're done with the tournament, everybody tells a joke, and then they sing songs, these old camp songs, <laughs> to, their, to their grandfathers, and they all know them, even, and they teach them to the young kids. It's really amazing to see that in this day and age when most people are looking at their iPhones and not talking to each other. Yeah, yeah. now, Jay, real fast, before we go on uh, with this interview, man, if we want to learn more about two Maybe the we want hunt, to get a DVD. Possibly get a DVD. DVD of this. Where do we have to head to online to do that? Go online to www.deerdoc. That's D-E-E-R-D-O-C. Deerdoc.com, and you can see uh, all the places where you can get it in the store, and also you can order it right there from the website deerdoc.com. And we're also on Facebook at To the Hunt. Yeah. Now there can't be too many of those World War II veterans around yet. I know my father, who's ninety-one, he's a World War II vet, but uh, boy, oh boy, there's got to be a few and far between for those. There's nope. still a lot of uh, the Vietnam camp. Of course, now their sons have taken that, but the original the original crew that started that camp in the forties, there I think there are two left, uh, and one and only one veteran. Now he's eighty-eight years old. He's been their camp cook for sixty-one years. <laughs> Holy cow! An Still trying to get guy, that venison tender. They need to give him a promotion. <laughs> <laughs> They take a little off his plate, no pun intended, every year, but he's still doing it. Still cooking prime rib and turkeys and, you know, an amazing guy. Well, in, in fact, the matter is, I mean, you've hung around with a lot of really great Hollywood people. And highfalutin yet, people. Uh, yeah, I wanted to say highfalutin, but I thought it would be too old uh, style. You know. That's a fair statement. But, but, the fair, the, but the deal is, when you decided to do To the Hunt, it was really a labor of love for you because you grew up there, you know what it meant to you and all of the people around you, and you wanted to share yeah, that with everyone. And you're, you're taking a stand and making a statement by doing this. Yeah, I think that's it's funny. I don't know if that's what was in my brain when I started, but that's true. And I think it's uh, it's it is something I wanted to the the, the media portrayal is something that I, it's not super political. This movie, however, it does tell the real story because the, the, when I go home into Los Angeles and people immediately have a reaction to what they think hunting is, they don't know anything about the real the real culture of it and the yeah. real lifestyle of it. And this is why I think the movie I hope is going to really not only for hunters who are going to love it, but a lot of people non hunters will really get a sense of what it really is and not what the two-dimensional portrayal of it generally is. Well, you know, this is what our country was founded on. And yeah. um, it, it's just amazing. The, the, I thought it was Plymouth Rock. Well, that too, in pedicures. <laughs> um, no, you know, for the longest time, hunting and fishing, this is how we survived and we grew as a nation. And now it is our, our greatest pastime ever, far exceeds um, football or baseball ever thought of. And um, it's just amazing that there's such a big... Um, part of the world that doesn't know anything about this. This you know? is a true yeah. contact sport. Yeah, it really is, and it's a shame if we just let it slip by. I think you said about the whole nature of the history of it, too. Uh, that's part of what we talk about in the film. I mean, there's nothing that connects me to my grandfather who yep. grew up on a farm and hunted, or my great-grandfather, or go back further. Yeah. To what like you said, the way people really lived in this country 100 years ago, than to spend nine days in a cabin chopping your wood, carrying wires. <laughs> I always laugh when I go to L.A., they're like, at the learning annex, they'll have these chop wood, carry water weekends. And goodness, you, you know, go to a hunting camp and you get back to how people did things. And you, 
it changes your, your, your state of mind and your perspective a lot. And most people never have any uh, indulgence in that at all. And I think it's a different universe when you, when, you, when you come from that and you understand about what it's like to get chop wood, carry water, work on the land, etc. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Jay Leggett. He has a DVD out, and of course it debuted not too long ago at a couple of theaters up in Wisconsin. It's called To the Hunt. That's right. And Jay, one more time, buddy, if we want to find out about you, if we want to find out about To the Hunt, Facebook, whatever, I'm buying it. Where do we have to go, man? You want to go to the website, uh, deerdoc.com, that's D-E-E-R-D-O-C.com, or you can hit us on our Facebook page, To the Hunt. You can buy the DVD there and find out where it's available, uh, deerdoc.com. Hey, you bet, Jay, but uh, this has been brought to you by Ram Trucks, ramtrucks.com. Hey, the NRA blog at nrablog.com, and also Cabela's, world's foremost outfitter at cabelas.com. That's right, so stick around, because coming up next, we're going to have Julie Sibbing with the National Wildlife Federation uh, talk about the 2012 Farm Bill and all the cuts that are making to it. So stick around. It's going to be right here on The Revolution coming up after this. But hey, Jay, man, uh, thanks so much for phoning The Revolution, buddy. Really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Those it's a pleasure. Can't get enough of the revolution? Catch more of it every Tuesday and Thursday at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover, everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. The LC9 Centerfire Pistol, a compact, powerful 9mm pistol, perfect for personal protection. The full-featured 7-round LC9 has a 3-dot sight system, checkered grip, and smooth edges for easy holstering. Ideal for discreet carry, the LC9 is also a full-power, no-compromise backup pistol, incorporating the rugged reliability Ruger is known for. Visit Ruger.com LC9 or your local firearms retailer to learn more. The Ruger LC9, it's mine, and it's American. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores with the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. Cabela's, celebrating 50 years as the world's foremost outfitter. This is George Thornton with the National Wild Turkey Federation, and if you're looking for great hunting, you'll find it in Kansas. You may already know about the great pheasant hunting here, but did you know Kansas is also a great place for quail, deer, geese, and my personal favorite, the wild turkey. Learn more about turkey hunting in Kansas at www.travelks.com. Identify yourself. It's Jim. It's Trav. They have a radio show. Together they make the revolution. Are you happy now, Jim? Yes, yes, you got Lady Gaga on the show. All right, uh... Christmas tree by Lady Gaga. <laughs> you gotta shut that crap off. I don't. I don't like Lady Gaga. It's nothing against her. I just. You're I just prejudice against her blonde hair. I've had blonde hair my whole life. See. Anywho, <laughs> uh, we are the revolution. You can call us at seven eight five eight four six seven six four seven. And uh, Jim, who's just now joining us? Hey, joining us is Julie Sibbings, and she is with Sibbing. <laughs> Julie Sibbing. With the National Wildlife Federation. Yeah, and uh, Miss Julie Sibbing, um, sorry about uh, Jim's faux pas there. Uh, obviously, the super committee, which they're not too super. They're kind of uh, lackluster, That's I believe. That's the 12 disciples. Yeah, uh, they're actually slated to cut, I think it's something like $1.3 trillion from our budget. They're saying they're actually going to try to cut three to five. 
I don't even think they're going to make it to one. But right now, they're they're cutting more than a billion dollars from the farm bill. And over the years, it's going to accumulate to more than 20-some billion. Anyways, how's it going, Miss Julie? It's going well. Thanks, Tim. Uh, actually, I'm Trav. <laughs> but, I'm Trav. No, that's right. I, I, He's I, the I, other 21-year-old with a mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but really, um, we really want to stress the fact right now is that, yes, a billion dollars does seem like a lot. And it is going to um, have some uh, negative effects come 2012. But what is going to take place 2014, 2015? Um, this is when crap is really going to hit the fan, isn't it? Well, yeah, you know, I think uh, things are already hitting the fan this year and, and some big cuts just in the way they've appropriated money. But, yeah, five years from now, it could get worse and worse. Well, the fact of the matter is, I mean, you are right there. You're on the cutting edge of what is happening with the Farm Bill. And uh, what do you see as the biggest problems for outdoorsmen? Well, the biggest problem is the uh, the agriculture folks that are writing the, the bills, they're they're trying to cut twenty three billion actually over the next ten years out of the farm bill and and unfortunately that means some big cuts to the programs that we care the most about like the conservation reserve program yeah a lot of talks about taking another eight million acres out of that program we lost seven million out of the last farm bill so we're talking about some serious pheasant ha- habitat and all that land that's uh, providing wildlife habitat across the country going away. Yeah, you know, uh, since its inception, CRP in 1985, this has been by far the most successful program in the Farm Bill. And uh, like you said, I mean, we were at 39 million acres. Now we're at 32, and they're going to decrease it by that much more. But all that land that's in a CRP right now, this is so beneficial to ground nesting birds and waterfowl in big game. Um, you would think that the people writing these agricultural bills that um they would be a little more um well versed on agriculture and sympathetic than what they truly are. I mean, I'm not trying to be mean, but they're nincompoops and they know nothing no, about that sounded mean agriculture. No, they really don't. They truly don't here. Well, you know what they seem to be wanting to do is is to put every last acre back into production so that we can produce more corn and beans and. Unfortunately, can't produce corn, beans, and wildlife on the same land. No, you know, and this is not the farmer's uh, fault whatsoever. Is um, the government is putting them in a corner, especially in today's economy? Everybody has to feed their family, so you're going to put as much ground as you can into production to make money for your family. And so you start taking away these incentives. Um, this gives them no reason to have CRP to um, put it into wetlands or anything like that, Julie. Well, you know, I think that we need to get some balance back into agricultural policy. We need to decide, you know, corn ethanol has been a real boon for the rural landscape. It's been a boon to farmers. But there's got to be some level at which you look at what's happening on the landscape and say, if we can't support wildlife, you know, we can't give enough to sustain wildlife populations for people to hunt and fish and, and for people to enjoy, then then perhaps we've gone too far. Well, do you do you think that uh, just calling your your state senator or a congressman and so forth would uh, would help this thing out? I mean, do we need to get a, a, a letter writing campaign? What do you think we need to do? Well, I think we do. We need to call our, our elected officials in Washington and, and tell them that, you know, there, there are people that care about these conservation programs and that they're the ones that that give benefits to the, the public at large, whereas a lot of the money goes straight to the farmer's pocket, which we don't, you know, we don't uh, have a problem with them making a good living. Oh, but no. There are constituencies that support these programs, and they need to speak up. That's right. Now, if we want to find out more about the National Wildlife Federation, where do we have to head to online to do that? 
www.nwf.org. You bet. Hey, we, we've been talking with Julie Sibbing, and she is with the National Wildlife Federation. And this segment's been brought to you by Ram Trucks at ramtrucks.com. Plus Ruger, you can find them as well at ruger.com. But coming up after the break, we're going to get real unpro with Chance Orth. That's Mr. Unpro himself. He is the poster boy. Anyways, Miss Julie, thank you so much for being on The Revolution today. Thank you, Jim. Thanks, Brad. Before, during, and after the show, The Revolution continues 24-7 at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Who's watching your home when you're not there? It could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home, and no one will stop them. Don't be an easy target for intruders. Protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. Pick up your phone right now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Just call Protect Your Home, your authorized ADT dealer, at 1-866-669-8954. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-866-669-8954. $99 installation charge, 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now, 1-866-669-8954. That's 1-866-669-8954. This is a revolution. Your home for anything outdoors is the revolution, baby. And you can find us at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. This is Revolution with Jim and Trap. The phone lines are open at 785-846-7647, and we're going north again. Yeah, now concluding today's arguments on the phone uh, right now is Chance Orth with Unprofessional Fisherman, and he is really... Fired up. <laughs> he is miffed about the farm bill right now. And anyways, Chance... He, is, he and Lady Gaga. Yeah, welcome to the Revolution, buddy. That's true. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> nice to be here. <laughs> And so it is truly an outrage, and it seems like too often uh, when uh, cuts need to be made, the first place they go is to the environment. Exactly. And, And the thing is, it's the outdoorsmen that actually are the true conservationists out here. The true environmentalists, though, people don't like to bandy that word around when you're talking about sportsmen. But the truth is, we're the ones out there walking the talk. Yeah. The sportsmen are the ones that are bringing money back, putting laying their dollars down on the line to protect the land that we love and the water that we love. Oh, yeah. Well, the fact of the matter is, you know, the Pittman-Robertson Act, which is enacted in about 1935, there's an additional tax that's put on all sporting goods and so forth that goes into conservation efforts, and they're trying to even cut that out. Yeah, they're cutting that out as well. It's outrageous. So what are we going to end up with, you know, in the long term? Russia. Ultimately, what's going to happen? Well, there weren't conservation groups, private conservation groups like Ducks Unlimited, Whitetails Unlimited, Trout Unlimited, and so forth, who would be protecting the lands that we hunt and fish? Yeah, well, the thing is, when they make these cuts, then a lot of things are going to happen. We're going to have less places to hunt because part of it is the uh, voluntary walk-in programs, not to be confused initially with the WEHA, which is the walk-in hunting access. and WEHA! WEHA! Yeah, WEHA, exactly. (laughs) 
<laughs> and 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 the sad part about it is, you know, we've been trying to recruit younger people. Well, with less and less land being available, uh, where's the recruitment going to come from? What's going to happen with the conservation uh, efforts? Uh, you know, we try to get uh, the green wings for the uh, Ducks Unlimited and uh, the Jakes with the National Wild Turkey Federation. There's not going to be anything for these guys. There, there's no end to um, political hypocrisy. If you're really paying attention, it's enough to turn your stomach. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, well, in this case, if we stop protecting our lands, we stop putting the money out there where we to prove that we care about them, we're, we're eventually going to end up without these uh, outdoor opportunities. Yeah, you know, you were pointing out like a Whitetails Unlimited and Trout Unlimited and stuff like that. Hands down, I would like to compare it dollar to dollar, National Wild Turkey Federation, what they have raised compared to PETA that has really went towards benefiting animals. You know, you think about it, PETA puts out these ad campaigns that run on NBC and ABC and, and Fox and stuff like that. That's millions of dollars. Uh, why aren't they, they actually putting that money towards a great cause when it's truly us sportsmen that are doing it? It's just, Grow a bigger deer than I can shoot. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, and they don't think about going out there and harvesting. When you have these animals, you do need to manage them. You just can't let them run wild. And that we have all the problem, like chronic wasting disease and everything else. Exactly. Um, well, it's the reason uh, my uncle was saying. I, I ran into a bear this deer season. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of bears up where we're hunting, more oh, yeah. bears than anyone's ever seen before. And my uncle was saying, well, I said, I, I wouldn't mind shooting that bear. I, I'm getting a little sick of his attitude, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's been a little too friendly with my mom and with, uh, some of the other bull hunters up there, and I'm kind of sick of it. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, of course, up here you got to get preference points like you do in most other areas. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was griping about this to my uncle Rob, and he said, <clears throat> who was my hunting mentor growing up, and he said, uh, well, you know, when I was a kid, we were allowed to shoot a bear whenever we saw one. There, It was no big deal. It was a $2 tag. Really? And But he said the, there weren't any bear back then. And the clinch. Yeah. It, yeah. it is because of the rigorous conservation practices uh, held forth by the DNR and, you know, followed by hunters that we have so many beer, exactly. so many bear, <laughs> not beer, <laughs> that we there... have so many bear and we have so many deer. Yeah. I mean, uh, today in Minnesota, there are more deer, twice as many deer as we're in the entire United States the time that Columbus landed. Really? That's a fact. Wow. Wow. And Not just an unpro fact, an actual one. <laughs> For being so unpro, he uses big words I and has that. facts and statistics. Jeez, Pete, <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> I think we need. I, I think we need to get a groundswell of support here, a grassroots program, starting with the unpro boys and taking it across the country uh, to restore all of the CRP to where it was before we started. Amen. There you uh, go. What? Protect our land. <laughs> That's right. We're going to get that 8 million acres back. We do need to get that 8 million acres back. You know, we really do need to contact our, our state representatives. I know we say this just about every single week in all of our shows. Um, but we really do need to, and for this some week reason, we're really going to. People aren't. Yeah, we're even going to do it. Um, no, for some reason, people just don't seem to take this stuff serious enough to just take five minutes out of your day. If it means that much to you. 
then you better do something about it because you know what? Ten years down the road, uh, there might not be any CPR, uh, CPR, C, CRP. Well, your your, your, your yeah. CRP is going to need CPR. We, we need to revive this crap. But uh, no, clear. Yeah, chance. <laughs> Absolutely wh- true. What are you going to do about it personally? Me, I, I'm going to make myself a picket sign and go down to the state capitol right now. <laughs> yeah, and it's going to call it Occupy CRP. <laughs> we need to do that. Seriously. A one-man picket line. <laughs> and I can make a lot of commotion, believe me. <laughs> yeah, he's got a Walther to prove it. Uh, they'll end up pepper spraying me. <laughs> I'll be a martyr for the cause. <laughs> oh, God. But it's true. We got to think about the land that we're going to be passing down to our children and grandchildren. Yeah. Or in my case, the land I'm going to be passing on to my dog. <laughs> Wigs and uh, JC. Yeah. Wigs and JC, my, my legacy. <laughs> and what a legacy it is. But hey, hey, we got to get to a break real quick now, Chance. <laughs> it should have come about 10 minutes ago. Um, if we want to find out more about you and the whole Unpro cast. And We're also, not sure why. Real fast, you guys are going to have your big debut in December of uh, the new season of At Unpro. At the Turf Club, right? And also there That's in true, Oakland. yeah. Jim knows. Yeah. Hey, I've also been be drinking there. down there all week. <laughs> <laughs> but you're also going to be uh, yeah, in Eau Claire. will uh, link you to all our videos. Our Twitter handle is uh, unprofishing as well. Yeah. And uh, if you want to like us on Facebook, and you should, it's yeah. uh, the Unprofessional Fisherman. Hey, we've been talking with Chance Orton. He says, now it's time to get out there with a sign and follow him because he's the leader. That's right. If you don't get maced, you're not doing things right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Anyways, hey, this is the revolution. So true. <laughs> we're, we're brought to you by Ram Trucks. You can find them at RamTrucks.com and Cabela's, world's foremost outfitter. That's Cabela's.com plus Ruger at Ruger.com. But Mr. Chance, man, thank you so much for being on the revolution, buddy. Thanks, Trav. Thanks, Jimbo. You bet. Who are we? Occupy CRP. <laughs> Occupy CRP. That was a great chance. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'll have to buy a bullhorn, too. Yeah. <laughs> chance, chance has a chance. <laughs> <laughs> the revolution. There you go. Change your life and start living the revolution today at twitter.com forward slash underscore OTN. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. This is a revolution. Your home for anything outdoors is the revolution, baby. And you can find us at OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. Vehicles like the 2011 Range Rover Sport Supercharged are designed with function in mind. They are. Hey, they're more than capable of handling off-road conditions, and despite their pretty packaging, they excel in dirty conditions. They do. Hey, you know what? These days, you see many celebrities. We went through this oh, before. Oh, don't get me started Behind on celebrities. Behind the wheel of a Range Rover Sport. However... I doubt they dare to take the Range Rover off pavement like Trev and I do. Okay, so the 2011 Range Rover Sport. First of all, classy vehicle. Yes. Very nice. Great looking vehicle. This baby has 375 horsepower. Cool. All-time four-wheel drive. That means it doesn't matter where you're going. This baby has four-wheel drive. It can go from zero to 60, Jimbo. This V8 can. In 7.2 seconds. Buggy can in her bicycle. That's my daughter. Yes. Yes. People don't know that. Well, they just found out. She's a beautiful young lady. Yes, she is. Um, now, here's one of the, the one of the cool things about this. All right, you What's know, a lot of people do have, or a lot of people, a lot of automobile manufacturers, they uh-huh. have the little terrain knob. Well, they kind of want that extra little step. Okay, Range Rover did, 
and they put some extra settings in there. Uh huh. So you know, you used to have the typical snow, rain, mud, sand. sand. This has for rock crawling. This has for like gravel, pavement. I mean, this has a setting for sheep. Everything you want to run over sheep. It's got a shit knob. <laughs> you want to run over celebrities? This has a celebrity knob because God knows Britney Spears' picture on it. I love celebrities. Yes, you do. I just I live for them. I do. <laughs> I watch TMZ, Mike, because I'm not a loser. You know, you know what I'm saying. I just leave it at that. Anyways, no, this is a great little vehicle. Um, hunting seasons are upon us. You have a ton of gear right now. You have boots, and most of the time they're muddy. You got camo. You got your gun. You got your bow. You got your decoys. You got your dogs. You got a deer you got to put in there, an elk. This has room for it. I, I don't recommend putting an elk in the back <laughs> of a Range Rover Sport. I mean, you could do it. But it goes on top nicely. Unless that elk is in a cooler. There you go. Which they love to be in coolers, <laughs> all right? Especially Yeti ones. Um, <laughs> plus, one of the coolest things I thought, I'm a big beverage drinker. You know, I got Imagine kids. That. You got juice boxes. In the center console, you actually do have a cooled compartment. If you uh-huh. want to keep some cold, I hate nothing more than drinking hot coffee. I like cold coffee. <laughs> so I put my coffee in there when it's freshly brewed. What a guy. Cools it down. Your latte. Hour later, I'm ready to drink it. You know, you're right in style when you go to like Starbucks and you order a latte and then you get into your Range Rover. No, I go to Starbucks in my Dodge Ram pickup and I buy a vanilla latte. That's what I like. Don't bash me. You're a manly kind of man, I aren't you? I am a manly kind of man. Anyways, got to check out. I can't. Oh, this one's good. Uh, got to check out the 2011 Range Rover Sports Supercharger. Really is a tremendous uh, vehicle. Um, a lot of craftsmanship went into this thing. Uh, look it up at LandRover.com. We want to give a special thanks to all our 366 affiliate stations around the world, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, Mark Paneri, and our guests such as Steve Klein, John Debney, Nick Rhodes, Jay Leggett, Julie Sibbing, and the ever-lovely Chance Orr. Hey, and coming up next week on The Revolution. Man, you're going to want to stay tuned because we're going all Christmas. We're going to be counting down the top six products that any outdoors man or woman would love to have. Some good stocking stuffers. So we are Jim and Traff. And stick around because your local news weather is coming up next. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.